0: Welcome to Kingdom Business Circle Podcast. Today, we explore the significance of conducting ethical business practices. In a world driven by profit margins and ruthless competition, it becomes increasingly vital for Christian businesses to maintain a higher standard. We'll look at an example which demonstrates the drawbacks of unethical behavior and the chain reaction that flows from that. Here is today's podcast. Through our newsletter and to some extension, our monthly prayers, we have been dealing with a concept of ethical business practice, either talking about praying that as we grow as a business, that we should be able to pay fair wages, and talking also around how our charging of our customers should be in a manner that is fair. We've also been talking about you know, fair practices where we operate within our environment and how negotiating with contracts with our different stakeholders must be in a manner that is ethical, you know. These are the things that for the past few months we've been, you know, highlighting as part of our newsletter and to some extension, our prayers. I mean, this really sums up how we talk about being ambassadors of Christ in the business as we operate, you know, being the salt in this earth, bringing the right flavor, Of conduct, you know, being the light in this world, you know, being those that project to how Christ-like it is in terms of operation. So recently, when I've been reading a lot about the PW scandal in Australia, it just continuously highlights, you know, this concept of ethical business practice, you know. So firstly, I just want to talk about what happened in this PW scandal, what is alleged, to some extent proved as well, and just share the consequences of this type of behavior, what it does for the business, what it does not only for the business, but for the industry where it operates and what pressures it brings for the future, you know, the consequences of what happens in the future. So let me just talk first about what happened. It is alleged that PwC in Australia, it has been involved in the misuse of confidential government tax plans. It has been... Sharing that information with its employees just really was unraveled around January 2023 when it was revealed that one of the senior partners had taken confidential government information and shared with some of uh, senior employees. This information was really what the Australian government was trying to introduce to crack down on tax avoidance by multinational companies. This particular senior took that information, disseminated around some senior executives, as it's alleged, and then information then was used by PwC to search or drum up new business from other multinationals. It was alleged also that this information or this practice really started way back in 2015, uh, up until it came into light around uh, January 2023. And the consequences really of this unethical practice by this big reputable accounting firm is that the revenue of the business fell by 10% in the first half as you compare it to the first half in the previous year. A major client, several major clients, including particularly the Australian government due to pressure, have suspended or terminated their relationship with PwC. You know, It has been reported that the share price for PwC fell by 20% following the scandal. And obviously now that the news has disseminated that the many employees' morale has been declining, you know, people now don't want to associate themselves with their employer. I mean, again, it's because many employees now, they are seeing this that we don't want to be identified into a culture of corruption, a culture of uh, dishonesty. So that reputation, you know, and then I think if you remember the accounting fraternity is the one that sort of talks around high integrity. As a business that talks more about higher morality or ethics, your employees, when they see you breaking that, they just don't want to associate them, themselves with you. So there's been quite a deadline around that. And because of that, obviously, there's been a bit of pressure where PwC is concerned around, you know, how do we improve as government and, and as regulatory? How do we improve regulations around that? The most importantly, really, where you talked about numbers that you have seen, that the revenue or the business fell around 500 million Australian dollars. Also, the business itself was forced to pay around 50 million Australian dollars, just pure as fines from this incident. We see that the scandal has led to a resignation of several senior executives. This is purely from pressure from the public, pressure from government, some senior executives. Others were resigned, others were forced to resign. And this is the consequence of this particular scandal. It is important to know that not only this scandal has affected PwC as a business, but it has also affected how the industry as a whole, the accounting profession as a whole is being perceived. It's just a thought around the recovery of PwC, which has taken a little bit longer following this particular scandal. And really how this has also affected the accounting profession as a whole. I mean, we see that there is more and more calls for stricter regulation within the industry. There is really calls even for people to just say, how do we increase regulation within the particular industry? How one business and its practices have really brought so many eyes onto not just the business itself, but the entire industry. And, and that's what an ethical business can do. You know, you're not only putting damage to yourself as a company, but even to the entire industry, you know, to just a time extent, even to the entire country as a whole, you know. All these have now brought an increased scrutiny in terms of the public. I mean, people like us now have opinions. We are not part of the industry itself. We have opinions around how a business within this type of industry has been gotten by over the years. How business needs to change in terms of how it operates with accounting firms. And from government as well, there's now more and more pressure in terms of them regulating the industry, even changing. I mean, we see in South Africa, I mean, there's been pressure around how these businesses must rotate. You know, the accounting firms must rotate. You must not be an accounting firm for one business for a long time. It's purely because how the failures of ethical business by these professions. So one unethical act over a period of time has just caused more and more backlash, not only to the company, but even to the industry. Let me just bring it a bit home to us as business owners. We've been talking more and more around how as business, we should practice fair in how we pay wages. We should practice fair in how we charge our customers. We should practice fair in how we operate, you know, in our environment. How we negotiate different contracts with our different stakeholders, you know, in a manner that is ethical. So I've been talking about that. So bring it home. We just want to say customers want to identify themselves to businesses that are doing well, you know, to businesses that are conducting or that are perceived to conduct in a manner uh, of integrity, you know, and and, and really here are a, a couple of tips uh, that we can just use to maintain an ethical business environment where we are. The first step really is uh, set clear vision, mission, values, and ethical standards that you want your business to be known of. So don't just set your business vision where you want to go as a business, the mission, how you want to get there. Don't just set only the vision, the mission, set up the values, you know, how your business should be known, how you are known on, and set those ethical standards that your business must be known as. You know, these must be well defined. And once they are well defined, make sure that everybody internally and externally is aware of them. Everybody is aware of your vision, your mission, your values, and your ethics and your standards. Everybody is aware of it. I mean, secondly. As we've been praying for business growth, as the business continuously grows, as we keep employing people to join us, let's now create a culture of compliance. You know, We need not only make sure that we have written these documents, that the values are there on the walls, but we are making it clear that ethical behavior is not just an option. It's a requirement, you know. So we are moving away from the vision that is nicely printed on the walls, but we are just saying this is a requirement, must be practiced. And how do we do that? We provide training on compliance as we onboard new employees. We provide training to ourselves. And then as we continuously bring people into our business, we then try to have systems that will ensure that we report, we investigate violations. To some extent, we need to have systems that also detect non-compliance to ethical business to ethical behaviors to, to non-compliance of standards so that's what we create so set clear vision mission and values uh, once you have set them and communicated them create now a culture that just shows that it is not just an option but it's a requirement to follow these thirdly uh, we just need to create a transparent operating culture you know you must be open and honest to our customers to our suppliers to our investors about our business practice, you know, is there written, we are practicing it and we are open to our customers about it. This is really continuously builds trust. You know, social media has been such great in making sure that these type of communication are easily shared internally and externally. And again, if you make a mistake, you own up to it. You know, you take steps to correct. Again, this just shows the commitment of our ethical behavior as business owners. You know, we make a mistake, you share, you correct. And then you just become honest around it and lastly just be prepared to act if an unethical behavior occurs you know it is important that you act quickly and decisively you don't wait until you're exposed because now it's going to be looked as you are trying to do damage control but as behavior occurs you know either your systems has failed to detect your systems have failed to report Either those failures, then once it comes to your attention, immediately you take action. You know, as I said, this scandal has really reminded us that ethical business practices are very essential for the long-term success of the business. So don't look at quick wins. You know, I'm going to get clients now. I'm going to make money now, you know. For long-term success, ethical practices are quite important. And really by following these steps and many other steps, you know, we can then ensure that our business and our businesses act in a manner that is full of integrity again we we act in a manner that is christ-like christ-centered we we do not follow the standard of the world we are becoming the salt and the light on the earth even now we conduct ourselves again key for us as we've been praying we want to be businesses that are paying fair wages we want to be businesses that are charging fair prices we want business that are fair in how we operate in terms of the environment where we operate when we negotiate with our different stakeholders that we are known that we are we might we might be tough but we are negotiating fair and we act in a manner that is ethical and again this example of PwC really really shows us in terms of how an ethical behavior it can succeed for a very long time but it has detrimental consequences and as we have seen now a PWC assistance now, Where the government business is concerned, they are looking at selling it all out, out of the PwC business. And research says that that particular business brings one-fifth of revenue where PwC is concerned. So imagine losing the type of work, imagine losing the type of business as PwC because of continuous unethical behavior. So as businesses, this is just a reminder for us to continuously work in a manner that is pleasing to their master. In this episode, we are reminded to live out our faith in every aspect of our lives, including the realm of business. Ethical business practices become an expression of our Christian identity and an opportunity to positively impact the world around us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn to find out how you can be part of Kingdom Business Circle and how you can benefit and contribute to this community. Thank you for joining us today. And until next time, stay blessed.